Guys, when I need stencils, I use Stencil Plus. They make all my stencils. They have the lowest price guaranteed with free shipping on all orders over 50 bucks, and they will make you a free company logo stencil. Free. They're very active on social media. They're always interacting. There's thousands of stencils to choose from that they already have, and they can create anything, any stencil that you need. They listen to us as the customers for what we want, and that's very important to me and my company. The other big thing is listeners of BB get 10% off their entire order when they use the code BB10 at checkout online. So if you put an order in for a thousand bucks and you use BB10, you're going to get a hundred bucks off your order. Crazy. Check them out on all social media platforms. They're very active, like I said, on all social media and will interact with you. Or you can go to stencilplus.com, check them out and put it in order. If you need spray tips, I know the hookup. Liberty Supply. Liberty Supply is family owned and operated. Every time you call, one of the owners answers the phone and that owner fills your order. Making spray tips is their craft, but customer service is their passion. They've been serving the asphalt industry for over 29 years, but they don't just do spray tips. They also have an extensive product line to accommodate nearly any and all tool needs that we in the asphalt industry could need. And not only that, it gets to you in a hurry. They package it up, the owners package it up, and send it to you from the top down. Information is knowledge, knowledge is power, and the guys at Liberty are listening to the podcast and us so that they can keep gaining knowledge on what we want and need. If you want a free catalog, call Sam at 800-397-9907 or visit www.libertysupply.biz. That's libertysupply.biz. I get asked a lot about our Rye 30 crack sealant melter. It's been a game changer for us. RhinoWorks designs and manufactures portable crack sealing equipment, and they're the first in our industry to do it with an internal burner. The products they make melt rubber faster, they use less fuel, and they nearly eliminate flameouts. And I can vouch for all those points. They're a proud company, and they take pride in the products being built on the contractor feedback. I gave them feedback. They used it. Honestly, truthfully, they're on social media, so you can check them out and they will interact with us as contractors. The safety, reliability, and production increases are enough that anybody should check them out if they're looking to upgrade or replace a unit. The units are easy to use. You can check them out at rhinoworks.com. That's R-Y-N-O-W-O-R-X.com. Or you can check out a video of Lee and I at the Rhino Works booth checking out the Elite this year at National Paving Expo on the Blacktop Banter YouTube channel. All right, let's get going with the podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to Blacktop Banter. This is episode 17, so we're closing in on 20, which is great because that's probably 18 more than I thought we were actually going to do, so it turned out good so far. Awesome. I'm to give a shout out right away. Uh, Andrew Henning, he's been talking to me a bunch, posting a bunch of stuff, and uh, really chimes in on comments and everything else that we're doing here on the podcast, so I appreciate you, Andrew, for uh, supporting us, and please keep doing so. The giveaway... It's all in that box right there. It's boxed up. We're waiting to give that away to somebody. Um, top contractor school elite membership for years inside that box. 
uh, a hat from MBW Inc., uh, plate compactors, um, some brouhaha coffee is inside that box, and um, some spray tips from Liberty Supply are inside that box. So there's two ways to enter. You can subscribe to the podcast and just let me know, um, or I'm sorry, subscribe to the YouTube channel and just let me know that you subscribed, or you can share the podcast or the YouTube videos and just tag us in there so we know you did. So uh, that goes to the end of April and, uh, you know, it'd be cool to see somebody rocking the hat and drinking the coffee and doing all that jazz and then seeing them in top contractor school. Uh, we got a guest. And it's not just me myself this time, like it has been on the last couple of times. Uh, so I, I got to, I got to first say how much of a friend this guy has been to me for the last few years, especially when we first started to meet and talk. And uh, I know you guys know and have seen him everywhere and uh, may not know, but you know now for sure, uh, Jason Vaughn. So why don't you introduce Thanks yourself. Thanks for having me. No I worries. appreciate it. Super glad to have you. Where are you guys located at? And uh, what's your business? And uh, so We are in northern New Jersey. Uh, Vaughn Seal Coating and Paving is our company. And if you look at New Jersey on the map, it kind of comes to a tip. And we're all the way up top. Oh, you're on the actual right angle at the top? That's ex as, as far up as you can go is us. Oh, dang. So the tip, the tip of New Jersey. Dang, so. crazy, crazy. That should be on a business card, dude. You can't go far, any higher up than us. You know? there you go you're always thinking i like that that'd be a good one so you guys do seal coating paving patching striping so everything. we so we do anything with asphalt we do mm -hmm. uh, as far as maintenance to installation okay and we, then we do it all how long how long how long has it been so i i could go into our history a little bit mm -hmm. so i am in my mid-30s and i've been around asphalt my whole life give a plug to the guys at American Pavement with their slogan of raised on asphalt. Yeah. You know, that those guys had come up with that. They're raised on blacktop actually. Yep. Those guys had come up with that and instantly as soon as I heard it, it was like, that's amazing. Because yeah. their meaning behind raised on blacktop was it, it's a hundred percent accurate because I've been around it my whole life. So my father, he had a paving business. Mm -hmm. So he had a paving business in the same area since the early seventies. So since I was old enough to remember, you know, I remember going to job sites and, you know, with my mother just to pop in and say hello or bring in drinks or coffee and, you know, being around it was so awesome. You know, right. Seeing the equipment and seeing the rollers and the trucks. So I remember that and Raised on blacktop, you know, to give those guys a plug is it's a hundred percent like my scenario because <laughs> I've been around it forever. And yeah. I remember as a kid, I could smell blacktop. I could smell it and say, all right, they're paving somewhere or there's a dump truck. Yeah. Isn't and that something how that brings back? Like, dude, like people remember like, smells and every spring yeah. you knows right away. It's like, it's comforting. It's almost it's, like soul food, dude. You're like, oh, we're back. That, that it sounds it, anybody not in the asphalt industry would be like that is disgusting or like yeah. that stuff stinks so bad and when i smell it, it's like an in, instant smile yeah so to, that's how farm kids are when they come back to their farms here in wisconsin and they smell yeah. manure. they're like oh yeah we're home and everyone else yeah is, oh my god dude it stinks you know so yeah yeah I'm, so I'm, so i i was uh, i come from a large family and i'm one of the younger actually so I've been around it my whole life. 
Um, so fast forward, uh, my father, he, he unfortunately got sick. He had a muscular disease. So okay. he, he got sick and I ended up, we lost him uh, when I was in high school. All right, bro. All right. So yeah, I appreciate that. So unfortunately he was like the, the legend of the area. If there was something around here, he paved it. Right. Yeah. He, I'm, any, anywhere you went, it was, did, it was he that, did he do that thing and be like, son, I did that one. You well, know, I did that one. I did that one. No, because it was the other way around. Like we remember, and it's funny because now my kids do it. They're like, Dad, didn't you do that? Didn't you do that driveway? But yeah, it's funny. So, yeah, he he was like the legend around here, and um, so we had a we had a good name to stand on, and we we had experience from obviously growing up around it. So what had happened? He passed away when I was in high school. So after high school, I really didn't have much of a route. So mm-hmm. I didn't have much of a route and I didn't want to be the person to just, you know, live in my mom's basement and do nothing. So right. that, that's just not me. Right. Uh, I like to work. I like to bust my, you know, break my back and bust my ass. So I decided senior year, I joined the Marines. So I went off, uh, joined the Marines, my own free will. And I went off to Paris Island, became a Marine and I got stationed, uh, yeah so where's paris island south carolina damn man hmm. so um i went off to the marines and you know with good work ethic and whatnot in my background so i went off to the marines and busted my back and uh graduated boot camp and i got stationed out in california so i was in camp Pendleton, california and i, re- I remember you know i checked in there and I can go on and on about military, but that's not where we're here. So uh, I did two deployments there. Uh, after my second deployment, I came back, I got discharged. So I got an honorable discharge uh, after two deployments over in Iraq. And so after I had gotten back, I thought to myself, okay, I'm an honorable discharge Marine. I got great work ethic. I have a great head on my shoulders. I'm going to actually have a line of people beat my door down and give me a job. Right. So guess what happened when I got home? The opposite. I was begging people for work and I couldn't find work anywhere. Crazy, man. It's crazy. How so is. I could not find work and I ended up, I'm a worker. I like to work. So at that time, I wasn't just going to sit and not work. So I, it was actually a newspaper article and it was a help wanted and it was a landscape company. So I worked for, they were like the biggest landscaper in my area. Right. So I worked for this landscaper. I called him. I went for the interview and I wowed him and uh, he gives me a job. So I was like the gopher. Uh, I did all the crummy work. Basically, I weed whacked. I weed whacked all day long. And then they realized, hey, this guy's a really good worker. So then I wasn't only on one crew. So then they passed me from crew to crew and they, you know, I, they killed me. So <laughs> going back, going back to then, uh, I remember it was a job. So I drove probably 20, 25 minutes to their shop Yep. and had a gas guzzling car. And I think if, if I can remember, I think I made $8 and 50 cents. Damn bro. And, that, and that's no exaggeration. I think I made $8 and 50 cents. So at the, at the end of the work week, by the time taxes were taken out, I was begging. I mean, they had me scrubbing lawnmowers to get extra hours to try and get a little overtime. And I did it because I needed money. Yeah. At the end of the week, when I got my paycheck and it was like, I don't know, $280, I was like, 
that, that didn't even at the end of the month it didn't even didn't even pay my my basic bills so right. but you know what i sucked it up i had a job i wasn't unemployed so i worked throughout the season um well my two older brothers they actually they worked for quite a long time with another asphalt company okay so they worked for another asphalt company and it got to a point where I left the long company. I said, I'm just, I'm making no money. I begged them for a raise. They, they, I think they upped me to nine bucks an hour. Oh, okay. And that was like, they helped me like nine bucks an hour. And I was like, all right. So I looked at the big picture. I'm like, I'm not a quitter. Right. That's the last thing. I am not a quitter. I'll fight and fight and fight. And I will never quit. But I did. I quit. So I quit that job. And I was just, I was on the hunt. I'm going to find a good job. Mm -hmm. So I had some part-time jobs here or there. Um, I worked part-time actually with the asphalt company doing maintenance with my brothers. Uh, and that, that was, you know, here or there. So when they had big jobs or when they had tons of residential work, they could use an extra guy. It was a cash, you know, under the table guy right. was, wasn't on the books with them. So I, I would go help them out. And, you know, it was good because me and my brothers would get to hang out. We, you know, knocked a lot of work out. Um, it was something to do. So, um, but that wasn't me. I, I like, you know, maintenance is great, but I, I, I love, I love paving. Right. So what I did was uh, one of the local pavers, I, I went and begged them for a job. So I begged them for a job and, and the owner, old timer, uh, actually my father back in the day used to work for him. He gives me a job. So he started me out 15 bucks an hour. And you know, at that time I was ecstatic, like yeah, 15 dude. bucks an hour. Oh, I was making, I was making half that at the landscaper, mm -hmm. you know, and I get to do what I love. Right. So they didn't have to teach me. You know, I went out and second nature, I already know everything. Yep. So, you know, uh, I can jump on a roller when I know something needs to get rolled. I could grab the plate compactor when I know something is ready to get compacted. I, I could bounce around and, you know, do everything on the, the job. Right. So they gave me a job and um, one of the guys had gotten hurt. So he was out of work. So I was lucky. So they gave me the job. Well, he recovered. Well, he was the senior man. So he came back. I got booted. Damn. So I lost the job with the paving company. And uh, I wasn't, I was upset at the time because of the scenario and the timing of it. Um, my first boy was actually, I just found out, uh, we were, you know, pregnant. My wife was pregnant. So it was awful timing. Like I have a baby on the way. You know, I, I like the job. I love blacktop, you know, laying blacktop. So uh, I bounced around again with the maintenance company with my brothers. And uh, then it got to a point where things kind of were starting to get sour. Um, realistically, uh, it felt, just didn't feel right. So I had went to college and I said, what are we going to do? We have to do something. So it was almost the perfect time. Uh, went to, I went to college, got an education, criminal justice, and that really wasn't even what I wanted. You know, I'm a worker. Right. I want to work. So my brothers were having problems where they were working, you know, for many different reasons. And it was the perfect time. So I'll never forget sitting on the couch and texting with my one older brother. And he was just he was miserable. You know, he got to a point where he didn't even like going to work anymore. You know, he didn't like it. You know, he wasn't appreciated and he didn't like it. So he got to that point and I came back and I said, I tell you what, why don't we, why don't we fire the van back up? 
everybody in the area knows us. I can't tell you how many times people would reach out to us and say, hey, we need asphalt work done. Are you guys doing that? Right. Always, you know, because of my father right. and, and just people knowing us. So I bring up the idea, let's fire the band back up. Let's get, let's get our name back out there. Let's go tomorrow. Let's go register a name. So we did, you know, I conned my, both of my brothers into it and we did. And, um, we, we did exactly what I wanted to. We How did you start out? It. What'd you start out with? Like, what did you, did so, you have some stuff to start out? Or did you start say out? Again? Did you guys have some equipment and stuff? We, so that's, that was the tough part. Everybody always thinks that, but we had not even a shovel. Damn, bro. We didn't have anything. Damn, bro. And not only did we not have any tools, we didn't have any tools and we had no money. We're, we're all piss broke. Right. And when I say we were piss broke, we were all piss broke. What'd you do? But, What'd you do right away? What was the What was the first step? So the first step, we got everything figured out. So we we needed a blueprint. Mm -hmm. So the economy wasn't great then. Yep. So when, when when was that? Do you think, Jason? Uh, we are going. This is our ninth year. Okay. This is our ninth year. Yeah, it was in recovery mode. Yeah. yeah. So so the economy wasn't great. So what we did was we, we were very smart with how we targeted. Mm -hmm. you know our audience so when we started out we we knew we couldn't we weren't going to kill the world right we knew that and we knew times were tough so think about it we knew that somebody wasn't going to want to spend uh, up by us their bigger driveways say fifteen thousand dollars to do a driveway to right. rip up and repave right they would rather spend the seven hundred dollars and get it seal coated and repaired or patched, you know, for an extra, I don't know how much. So that's what we found. Right. Nobody wanted to repave, it was all maintenance. So we came out swinging um, and, and we registered the name Vaughn, that's our name, uh -huh. seal coating. Cool. So we, we had ideas of coming up with a catchy name, which we could have, and that, that really, we didn't want to do that because one of our claim to fames is this is us. Right, right, right. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put my name on the bright red yard sign and our flashy trucks all lettered up fancy on every single job we do because I want a hundred cars to drive past here and mm -hmm. I want them to see Vaughn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and basically and I tell people that anybody can hide behind um some Wisco. of these catchy no, Wisco, get yeah, out of here. You're, you're the Wisco. I'm messing with you, bro. I'm messing so, with you. I'm but, with you. But there's generic names. Oh, you yeah. know, there's generic names. Yeah, and, and eight plus, you know, ex like that. Exactly. So I wasn't going to hide behind that. Right. I, so, so we came out and we registered Vaughn Seal Coating. And I remember we were scared to death. You know, my brother, both of them had a solid job. Yep. Where they were getting 40 hours a week. But they were not happy, neither of them. So yeah. you know what? They both had families and they both said, you know what? If you're confident enough that this is gonna work, let's give it a shot. Damn, man. Because we gotta try something. That's a big step, man. That is it's scary. Oh, dude, super scary. But also, you know that feeling when you gotta look in the mirror and know that you're not happy doing what you're doing. And that and that's the biggest thing. When I get up in the morning. Uh, to this day, I mean, unless we have a really crummy job where I'm just like dreading it. When I get up in the morning, I get up with a smile. Yeah. You know, I get up, I get ready, and I'm ready to go. Yep, you yep. know, so so I'm excited every day of 
what what we have going on because I we are doing what we love and basically we are also doing what the other people a lot of people told us we couldn't do yeah. you know we, or, or what a lot of people want to do I I will I will never forget one thing so my oldest brother one one of the things that that we can kind of get into and that's very important everybody's got to advance in life so everybody has got to better themselves one way or another right so you you can't knock anybody for bettering themselves no way so my older brother that i work with um he was told by his other boss you know when he broke the news and, and you know what we did everything you know i say we me and my brothers uh everything was done in a total classy manner sure total classy when i say total classy we already had a name registered he broke the news to him. Hey, listen, this is what's going on. We're, we're, we are going to branch off. We're going to start our own business. And of course, you know, try talking them out of it, this, that, the other thing. And we were already convinced. So, so back to that, we, all of us, we, you know, they, my brothers, I, I give them the utmost respect because they were there full time. You know, I was a part-timer here and there with, with that company, yeah. but my brothers, were there full time. You had most to gain and they had something to lose. Yeah. So ex you're exactly correct. Right. So they were at that point where they were working for them mm -hmm. full time and we were building a business. So we made an agreement. So we said to do the right thing, to do the right thing, we are going to hold off everything. We, we still started building the business, but we didn't do any advertising. We didn't do any work until the following year. Okay, yeah. So to do the right thing, my brother finished up with them because he said, he said, I'm not just going to leave these guys. Right, right, right. I ain't dry, right. you know? So, um, and it was to the point where we would be on jobs or they would be on jobs. And, and of course, somebody sees a work truck and says, hey, I need seal coating done. And people would come up saying, hey, I got a parking lot that needs to get sealed. Could I get a card? what could we have done right of course dude you could have dished out your own card we had them yeah we had them already made yeah. ne never happened yeah, it never awesome. ever happened and i can say it it never happened and it was it was still even at that point we had people reaching out to us saying hey i need seal coating done like friends of ours mm -hmm. and guess who we were referring yeah the the old boss right, so right. You know, uh, that's that's how we handled it, and that's the right way. I mean, it, it's it's BS. I've had we've had we've all had guys up and quit. So once, um, so I I I got you off track, and uh, I got to get you back on track, bro. So let's uh, do it. So when you were talking about um, after you guys had started, you were you were heading down when you and your brothers had got registered, and so so we started. You got that first step. What was your first step like? All right, we so, got to get this. We got to do that. Was it like we knew with buckets? We're going to do whatever we got to do to get going. What was it? Yeah, we wouldn't do that. So I started oh, browsing. Say, yeah, we wouldn't do that. I, I would, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that route. So right, if we were going to do it, we were going to do it semi right. Yeah. Uh, I, I respect, <laughs> I respect these guys that had get the totes and all that. I never did buckets either. We had a tank. And I wouldn't do it because there's, there's, there's tanks out there. Yeah. So, we had no money and I, that's what I was saying before. Yeah, I remember. So I got we you. had, 
<laughs> so all I had was toys. So yeah. I, I love cars. Yeah, I know you do. I know you do. So I had at that time, I had a WS6 Trans Am, which I, I love those. So I had this WS6 Trans Am amongst some other toys. And that was the one I said, you know, if I'm going to sell one, that's going to be it. So I put that for sale. And then I started looking. Now we got some money to, to build off of. Right. So we, I sold it. Yep. Um, didn't want to, but I did. Now we have something to build off of. So now I started looking and I was looking for a used tank. So I said, as long as I have a pickup truck to pull a tank, mm -hmm. we can go out and we can seal driveways. And now we have something to build off of. Right. So we did that. Uh, I found this old beat up. It was, it was identical. I don't even remember what it was called, but it was identical to a seal right tank. Okay. But it was this guy that lived in a trailer park. Yep. Sure, he went like knocking on doors to sell work. Sure. God bless him. But it was just run down and beat up. Um, so I went and looked at it, and I thought about it for like a day. So me and my brothers are talking, and I said, "You know what? It was close to our house, and it had it had everything there we could have built off of, and we have the knowledge." Right. So we went and we bought it. Okay. So I bought this tank. What'd you get for it? Do you remember? I I can't even remember what we paid. Right. I don't remember. Fair enough. I want to say it was like five grand, which yeah. was a great deal for what it was. Yeah. But it was beat up. So yeah. we ended up stripping it totally down, redoing everything, and, and really cleaning it up. So we bought the tank. Now we need a truck to pull it. So I get on Craigslist at the time, and I find... The only thing that we could afford with the money I had left was this beat up, rotted out pickup in Connecticut. We went up and we looked at it. It was like, I had a Marine buddy in this area and he was like, that is a bad area. Don't even go there. I can't remember what town it was. He was like, don't even go there. It's probably some shady backyard car lot. Don't do it. I'm like, I'm not afraid. I'm going. So sure enough, I go. I test drive this truck and it was not a looker by any means, but it would pull our tank. All right, fair enough, so right? We bought it and I, I'm pretty sure we paid two thousand dollars for the truck. Yeah, so the tank so the tank was probably double what the truck was. Yeah. So yeah, the tank was definitely more than the truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now now we have a truck to pull the tank and we can go make money. You're in business. Yeah. We are in business. That's one so, of the things I'm trying to I you know, I try to make that to guys that are new. And they say, well, what, what should I get this? Well, should I get this pump or should I yeah. get this pump? And I said, the, your number one priority should be get sealer onto the asphalt. However, exactly. you have to do that starting out. Do, exactly. that, you know, do that first and foremost. Quit worrying about the specifics. There's plenty of play there. You yeah. know, get up a tank and get some sealer on the ground so you can start making some money. and getting You're exactly money. right. You know what I mean? So once you had that, then what? So we bought that and then we're like, all right, how now we got a registered name. Now we, you know, got our business insurance, everything like that. We're all legitimate. Yep. And that's one thing I swore because I know a lot of guys start a business, they register a name and then they're like, well, let's hold off on the insurance for fake a while. It or, make it. Yeah. Fake it till you make it. Kind of. Let's exactly. We weren't going to do that. Right. So that, we went just out. Like with, just like with the buckets. We don't do that. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't do that. Yeah. Well, you know what? You're so used to using legitimate equipment. I know. 
And I'm like, dude, it's you know, like it, it's like me. You know, you seen my truck, right? With one yeah. I love that truck. I'm going to Colorado, and that truck is not equipped to haul what I'm hauling back. But you can bet your ass, I'm probably gonna try. pull it with that one. Yeah, I'm not gonna pull it with the work truck. It's like I'm gonna take that one. You you go that far, it's yeah. hard. It's hard to go back. So yeah. Know. So so we had the tank, and you know what? I remember we were so excited. We went. And, you know, we, we picked our tank up and we towed it home and then we got this truck and we trailered it back and we're so excited. I remember the first time we hooked that truck to that tank, we were like, this is it. It looks like, it looks like a pile of shit, but, but <laughs> here we go. So, you know, I remember at that point, that's all we had. So we stripped the tank totally down. We stripped it down. I spent tons of time. We sanded it down. Went to Tractor Supply, got the bright yellow cat paint, and we yep. painted it. And we actually made the tank look like a million bucks. Ooh, cool. So we stripped it down, made it look great. And uh, the truck didn't look so great. Yeah. But, you know, we still got it lettered and did the best we could. And the next point, we're like, how do we find work? Like, yeah. we thought it was going to be easy, and it wasn't. Right. So um, we did. We struggled. You know, at that point, we didn't even, we didn't really have money for material. I think the first load of sealer we got was like a, maybe a half a tank. Yeah. And we, I think we borrowed money. To get it. Yeah. To, to get that half a tank of sealer. So we went out and I was begging people. I was hitting up everybody I knew. Anybody. Like yeah, somebody. I, that's what I was going to ask you. Was there clients that you had in mind that like had hit you up before and said, no, oh, they asked no us, nobody you know dad did this one put it in no no nobody so what i what what we did was at first we hit up everybody we knew personally yep and i would hit you up and i would say hey marvin your driveway really could use the seal coat and you know i just started a seal coat business yeah you think maybe you can give me the work no we aren't gonna and do that no we're not, we don't do that we're not gonna so so at first at first it was tough but yeah. it worked I tell you what, it got us, it got us up and running because yeah. it, it actually got bad enough where I was thinking of kids I went to like school with and, and I haven't talked to in I don't know how many years. You know what that does, dude, is that makes you appreciate when the phone's ringing. You're exactly right. And not only that, it, it equips you for negotiating your prices on your material. It equips you for yeah. all that because the hardest thing you can do is get over that fear and get to a door and knock it and you're you know even cold calling somebody you're not in their face yeah. when you're at the door knocking being like hey we see you got your pavement you know we want that? know. Uh, that's the hardest part if, if you can do that and do it repetitively enough to where you're successful everything else is easy dude it's a cake yeah so so yeah we're just begging everybody and that's what i was saying i, I remember actually getting to a point we're thinking of like, hey, I remember that kid from middle school and, and you know, his parents' driveway was huge. Yeah. And actually reaching out to that kid that I went to school with, like, hey, Marvin, I haven't talked to you in a long time. I hope all is well. But, hey, you think your parents want to see a go the driveway? <laughs> I did. And yeah. you know what? It actually worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let me reach out to him. You yeah. know, then I also had people that were like, Dude, my parents have lived there in 10 years. Like, it was worth a shot. Yeah, yeah. If we give, so, it, if we give it a shot. We do yeah. that still with, uh, like, you know, you and I were talking about, uh, you know, how we reach out to our repeat clients. Yeah. And, uh, dude, I'll, I'll notice things like the car is different. And I'll pull in just to say, hey. And they'll be like, oh, no, so-and-so moved. 
Yeah. And I'll be like, well, you know, we used to take care of the driveway. Or if I catch word that somebody moved, when we mail our mailers back out, it says current resident. If I exactly. know, I know that they moved. It's smart. So, you know, it's just kind of one of those things like, you know, like you were saying, yeah, they moved. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So, you know, at first, when I first got that, I'd be like, oh, that sucks. But then I'd be like, well, these people don't even know me. I'm going to go see them and say, hey, this is what yeah. I'm doing. Uh, That's great. Know, I can take care of it. So, but anyways, keep going. You were talking about. So, that's what guys are doing. so yeah, that, that's kind of how we were for a while. And then I remember we had like a big break because mm -hmm. my one brother knew the one priest uh, at this one big, big church with a big parking lot. Okay. It was, it was at least 100,000 square feet. Yeah, so he knew the priest from going him and his family would go to this church okay well he gets making small talk and i think i don't know how it happened but it came out like hey we're doing seal coating now sure so i don't know if it was him mentioning it, it to the potluck dude. it was at the potluck you know what's that it was at the potluck and the priest yeah. said, this is hot and he said not as hot as hot crack filler it's really <laughs> hot well how do you know that well we take care of cracks on commercial parking lots yeah, yeah that's it yeah. Yeah. So, so he makes small talk with the priest at the church. Yeah. And he says, you know what? Give us a price in the parking lot. So we ended up, we ended up scoring this parking lot and it was like our first big break. Cool, dude. Yeah. So we scored this parking lot and we went there and we had a 30 gallon melter, you know, on the ground. You know, <laughs> yeah. We didn't have a trailer at the point, you know, at that point. We didn't even have it on our trailer and one 550 tank and we were running loads of sealer and we did, we, we sealed this parking lot and they were super happy and it was like our first big break. And yeah. after that, I remember we were so happy. We put our yard sign out there and the phone started ringing and we ended up getting other commercial people that saw that. Yeah, went to church there or passed by that. other. Yeah, other commercial parking lots and other people saw it and then started calling. And then it was like we landed another place, another commercial property from them driving by seeing that. Yeah, that's your record. It was like, that's your record. It was like, wow, like I can't believe this is happening. So yeah. now we're up and running. Um, and, and we actually, at first, we were struggling, like trying to, we were happy to keep busy like three days a week. Yeah. And then it got to a point where we were steady five days a week, and it was, right. it was unbelievable. So, yeah, yeah that, that's how we started. And Thanks. then, you know, fast forward a little bit, um, we stayed very steady. You know, we really haven't had much, you know, throughout the years where we said we don't have any work. You know, we right. don't have anything to do. So we stayed steady. Then we started to see the change. We started getting the more and more phone calls saying, you know, could I get a, I'm looking for a price to repay the driveway or we went on a quote and we would say, this can't even be sealed. This really needs to be repaved. Mm -hmm. And we were referring people. Yeah. So we're referring people and we're saying the whole time, there's three yeah. of us. Yeah. We do, we do, we've done blacktop mm -hmm. forever. I mean, my older brother I work with, he was a teenager and he was skipping school. He was like running paving jobs with my father. So I'm like, we do blacktop. What are we giving work away for? Right. So then it got, that's where things started to change because yep. the economy started to change. And now the customers are demanding, you know, they're looking for paving. Yep. So 
again, I come up with the idea, why, why don't we just buy a paver? So we bought like a 1986 piece of crap paver. What kind? What brand? You know? I think it was, I think it was an oh, AEM. I think oh. it was, it was similar. AEM, I think was the name. AEM, okay. It was just, it was similar to like an old Malden, but it was just, it was a paver. Those were tanks, dude. The Maldens were tanks, bro. It was, no, it was, it was such a piece of crap. <laughs> it was such a piece of crap. I mean, so we bought it and we had a paver and then we bought an old eighties Chevy dump truck. Yep. Which was cool because. Was, it a, father, two, was it a two, was it a two ton, like a, a Detroit diesel? Or what was it? It was it was an old C seventy. Oh, a C seventy, damn, bro. It was a C C seventy with a with a gas engine and a a splitter, yeah, splitter in the rear with a manual trans. Yep. Dang. So now we had the paver. Now I found an old again like a nineteen eighty five deckover equipment trailer. Yep. Eager Beaver. I picked that up for like twelve hundred bucks. That was a good buy. Of, of all of it, it was a great the buy. Trailer, the Eager Beaver trailer was a great buy, dude. Those things. Were so, good. so now I got a paver on a trailer. Then I buy the old C seventy, mm-hmm. and everything was bang for your buck. It was yeah. like we got the paver super cheap. The trailer was like just over a thousand bucks. So what'd you do for a skid steer? We we didn't have one. You just overlaid. We what's that? You got to do just start doing. So over- so when we ripped up, we would rent. Oh, I got you. And then we started to see that it was getting so expensive, it wasn't even funny. That's why I was we were renting. We were renting Kubota, Kubota backhoes. Yeah, yeah, to dig up. So we would do, when we had a rip-up, we would rent Kubota backhoe. And we did a lot. We did a lot with them. Mm-hmm. So we get the old C70 dump truck, and it was cool because I'll send you a picture sometime later. I replicated my I replicated my dad's old trucks. Cool. He had, but back when he had them, they were cool. And it was like the brand new trucks. So my dad had like a fleet of the old C. He loved those C70s. Yep. So I picked that up for like, I don't know, fifteen hundred bucks, seventeen hundred bucks. And it ran great, but it was just ugly. Yeah. So I picked it up and I was like, I had a vision. And it was like my my dad's old trucks. That's what I was gonna ask you if it was you think that you think it was that your your thought manifested that, that it just kinda happened that way because that's what you knew that you guys had or you think it was serendipitous well, like that it that it was fate that it went that way and then changed or, or what do you what do you think it's like, happened to be yeah you know, we we just as far as the business you mean no i just mean the truck and the kind of like well the truck I, I, i'll circle. say oh that's a that's a big circle man and and a rough circle so, to connect the ends back to you know what i'm saying so that 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 particular truck um, I will say that a lot of the reason I, that we went that route, or I should say I went that route mm-hmm. was, I just, I remember as a kid seeing my father's trucks and almost as like a memorial to him. That's pretty cool. Um, uh, but that's what I'm used to. Yeah. I'm like an old school kind of guy and I, I don't really care. You know, I see a lot of guys and I respect them with the brand new million dollar equipment. I, I, that's great. You know, I'm, I'm an old school guy and, and. I can go and make the same amount of money with something that's old. Yeah. You know, and, and we could tinkle with. Um, so we got that truck and, and I replicated, I painted the same color and, you know, red with the black dump body and, and we made it nice. We painted the wheels nice. And I tell you, we worked the hell out of it. So we started, we started getting more and more and more and more into repair and paving. 
And then we, we actually got to a point where we're so steady with it. We said, you know what? We got we to gotta actually change our name because so many people are seeing bond seal coating. Mm-hmm. And they don't think that we can pay you. So now we went and we actually changed the whole business name from Vaughn Seal Coating to Vaughn Seal Coating and Paving. Now it's like people hear that and they're, you know, they, you don't want to hire your roofer to pave your driveway. Right. You know, it, and that's, that's kind of the thing. Somebody wanted to hire us. They want to trust that, hey, this guy's a paver. Yeah, he's done it before. Yeah. So you know, we, we did, we changed the name, we re-lettered everything. Mm-hmm. And now we have new logo, um, which I feel is somehow the lettering is always changing because we come up with different ideas, but <laughs> getting there. So now we like, I love being a Marine. I love it. I incorporate on every single truck or piece of equipment. I put the cross flags, yep. everyone. Uh, that's just a pride. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I love, I love being a Marine and I'm patriotic. So I always put that out there. You know, I like it. So now we actually had redesigned. Now we have our Vaughn Seal Coating and Paving logo. With the flags? With the flags above with the slogan, the name you can trust. Cool. Because Vaughn, you know, again, we take great pride in putting our name on every job. Vaughn, you know, and it it sounded, it sounds kind of catchy or kind of corny, but it is catchy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. The name you could trust, Vaughn. You know, kind of boom, it hits you right in the face. So uh, now well, we a strong last name, bro. Honestly, truthfully, you know, you you can't forget it. No, you cannot forget it. So, and and you've seen the pictures. I mean, we put it we put it proudly on everything, and it's like our lettering is is where you are. It pops everywhere because it's big, you know. So, so yeah, we went. Where you at? Where you are? Where are you at? Now, once you got to that stage, did you guys just so once bumping up equipment then? And so then, slowly but surely, we started bumping up equipment. Okay. So now we're making now we're actually to the point where we were making money. Yeah. And it was like, it wasn't making money to just crawl and get by. We were actually making money to say, hey, we got money we could do stuff with. Yep. So now, we went from, all right, what old equipment do we have to update? So the, I think the first thing we did was we get rid of that old tank. Yep. It was good to us. I turned around and I cleaned it up and we made a lot of money. You know, I, I'm big on cleaning things up and like wheeling and dealing. So I took the tank that we got cheap, cleaned it up, found somebody else and it was, you know, that needed it to either grow or start and sold it off to him. We made money and it built our business. And then we turn around and we resell it. Yep. And, and I asked more than I paid for it originally. So now we're making money off reselling. So I remember, I can't remember what year it was exactly. Probably I would guess five years ago. Okay. It was like a huge point for us. We made a call to our supplier and we said, hey, can we price out a brand new Sealrite 700 extended deck, you know, rig? Um. I know we're not supposed to say um. Yeah, no, you're not supposed to say it, but I'm doing I'm doing good, but it came out there. You're doing good. That's why I had to let you keep keep going because otherwise it would only been me and I can't have that. That's all right. So we call up, we get a price, and at that point, I want to say it was around fifteen thousand and change. Yep. That sounds about right. Yep. So we 
tossed it around for about a month. We had the money. So one of the good things we always, in the off season, we couldn't stop or we would sink. So we snowplow. Mm-hmm. It gets, you know, it generates money. We happen to be very fortunate. We had a couple of winters where we got hammered with snow. So we, we did well. begged and pl- we got some decent accounts. Yep. And we actually, we used to plow between me and my one brother. We used to plow over like 60 driveways. Sure. Residential. And then we tried to branch off plowing wise and do more of the commercial. Mm-hmm. So we started generating extra money. For about a month, we tossed this idea. Finally, it was like, you know what? Pull the trigger. We ordered the brand new Seal Right 700 gallon tank. Yeah. And paid for it in cash. Mm-hmm. We, for us, that was like the biggest moment ever. It yeah. was like you came a long we, way. You came a long way from the buckets that you never used. So we, so we went from the trailer park beat up tank. Yep. That you know we nickeled and dimed to try and get to yeah. a brand spanking new, you know, Seal Ray 700. Yeah. So that that was like a point for us where now we're pretty legitimate. Yeah. So then we started getting nicer trucks. Uh, then we started getting more trucks and little at a time. So we still do it. So we always look to all right, what is old and used, and what can we update. Yeah. So we go through what we have and it, it goes for everything. It goes for our trailers. It goes for our blowers. It goes for our weed whackers. You, you know, dude, what I think is like that seal, right? That you bought, that's going to be a 20 year machine, bro. You know, or, you know, so, we're close to it. So it's like, if you do treat everything right, you know, yeah. like you said, you know, we're in our mid thirties, younger thirties, like you, we're going to be almost at the end of our life as far yeah. as wise you know, before we have to worry about our kids wanting another one or somebody's kids want another or whatever. So like, you know, you go from that fear of, you know, is this, is this piece of equipment, is this truck going to make it two months, you know, to, Hey, is this going to make it two years? Is it going to make it 20 years, you know? You're right. So as crazy as it sounds, uh, a lot like you, I'm always thinking of things. Mm -hmm. So I'm always thinking, what can we change? Always, every single day I'm thinking, what can we change? So I come up with this great idea. You won't believe it. I'll be the judge of that. I'll be so the judge. <laughs> I sold that seal right. Okay. I sold it. Yep. So we ended up buying two of the decked out ones with the billboards and the yep. light bars in the back. Mm-hmm. We ended up selling that and then buying two matching new ones. So we... New upgraded ones, new ones what like uh different tanks oh, okay two two different seal rights so we went from the bright yellow uh-huh. to all black okay with the billboards yep so seven second seven hundreds yeah okay so you bought you all you bought a brand new 700 trade i ended up i ended up i ended up we sold it yep so we sold that brand new machine and then we bought two others okay cool um all black billboards everything everything all decked out so now if you see in my pictures now we have two matching uh all decked out seal ray 700s all lettered up uh set up exactly how we want um and that's and that's one good thing like from working with other companies is you get the positives that you learn from them you also get the negatives so you take 
the positives and you can utilize them. And then you take the negatives and guess what? Being the boss, I can change them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we took everything that we didn't like and, you know, we changed the ways that we want to. So we set everything up. And one of the biggest things we did after that was actually it was kind of in the midst of all that. We ended up buying a wand machine, mm-hmm. crack seal machine. Mm-hmm. So the first one we bought was an easy pour 250. Yeah, that's a huge machine, dude. I bought it was that. a monster. Dude, I bought that. You remember that one I bought that was ugly? As, dude, it was so Same ugly. machine. Dude, so Same I'm, I, so, I'm glad I got rid of it. Dude. Mine was a little bit newer than that. I don't know what year yours was. Uh, my, I think mine was uh, Jurassic period, dude. It so was, mine was probably, I'm going to guesstimate, like an 04, 05. Oh, dude. So it, was, it was newer. Mine was 90. So, I think mine was 94, bro. It was old, dude. It was and used and abused terribly. So I bought the Easy Pour. Mm-hmm. We had no idea what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So there's one, we always use push melters. Pour pots and, and MA10s forever, forever. You know, we we would do, you know, or my brothers, they're unreal. They would do with a 30-gallon melter, you know, 200,000 square foot commercial projects with two push pot, you know, yeah. two MA10s. Yep. And it's unbelievable. It's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah, so did, did they heat everything up in the MA10s or did they heat it separately? No, heat it up in the 30-gallon. Yeah, and then pour it in. Yeah, that's yep, it. and then filled up kept that going and then would fill it up off the trailer yep. to, you know, the MA-10s. Yep. So that's what they were used to. That's mm-hmm. what I was used to. And then there was another guy in our area. He was a Craftco guy. So we would argue back and forth. I could do a commercial property with, you know, faster than you with MA-10s and you could with the Craftco, you know, we would go back and forth because that's what we're used to. So finally I we borrowed a machine, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. So we ended up borrowing. We're like, this is amazing. So we bought our first one was an easy pour because it was cheaper. Couldn't afford a super shot. They were too expensive at right. that time. So buy an easy pour. And I tell you what, we did so much work with that thing. And it was unbelievable. Like, it's got an awkward handle compared to the super shot because it kind of it comes in a weird angle. Yeah, it does. It very, rounds up and it's just it's yes, super awkward. Very awkward. Yeah. Super awkward. Yeah. So I don't know why I was just like second nature. I could run it. So I would run that thing all day. You know, we would get in. I remember one time we had a big, probably about a hundred thousand square foot commercial project. And we went in overnight, just me and my one brother. We went in and uh I crack sealed all night. I yeah. crack sealed the whole place yeah. all all night long with that easy port. Man, and we got done and it was like it was like man i thought i was gonna die but we knocked it out it was like piece of cake yeah yeah so so now we think about that dude that's a lot of material dude 250 is a lot lot of material yeah that's the only thing i really liked about it dude it was a ton of material so yeah so we we ended up we ended up getting to the point where i don't know if we had problems with that or what this what made the decision for us to upgrade we ended up selling that off, and now we bought a Craftco Super Shot 125, which is yep. Heated now one. looking at it is Sega. You did one everything. What year was it? Everything. So that I remember that machine was an 05. Okay. 
So I bought a super shot and that was like such a huge turning point for us. You said 125, right? Yeah, 125. So we bought that and we got a good deal, uh, but had about a million hours on it. So we bought that and we started knocking work out. Like it was unbelievable how fast, like our, for instance, our residential, we started using that super shot on everything because the material is ready to go. So we, our production changed so much in the super because shot. we would bring that super shot to every, not just bigger residential. Small, everything? Everything. Because the time, the time frame, if you think about it, if I'm using a 30 gallon melter and pour pots on a residential or, you know, bring an MA-10, by the time you heat that up and you're, you're killing at least a half hour, 40 minutes right there. Oh yeah, dude. And if you drew in five a day, dude, you're killing two. Exactly. So the super shot, we would go in early and we would start it up, heat it up and we could go out and our production was unreal. Yeah. So if we had eight to 10 driveways a day, which is not unusual, right. we would heat that thing up and it was unreal how fast we would blow through them because we would have an extra guy, two guys would go clean and crack seal and then two guys right behind them sealing. Wow. So it was, it, it got to the point where our production was so much better that we were actually going too fast. Like it was going too fast and it was, it was. You're just back down three days a week. You got back down. Yeah. Days. Right. So it was unbelievable to see because, and, and I, I thank, you know, us switching to the super shot. That's why I, I always hear the debate and it's like, I always chime in on some of these forums. But I always hear the debate, what's, you know, what's the most productive way of crack sealing? And you know what? And we've tried everything. We've tried sealer-wise, we've tried them all. Mm-hmm. I can tell you my personal opinion as far as where we're from, mm-hmm. what sealer is the best. Because mm-hmm. we've used them all. Mm-hmm. I can tell you what's the darkest. I can tell you what lasts the longest. Lasts the longest. Lasts the longest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we've tried them all. And the same thing goes with equipment. And that goes with crack seal. We've tried when we started out, you know what we did for crack seal? I would go to Lowe's and I would get a military discount. Props to Lowe's for doing that. Yeah. I would get my crack seal at Lowe's because I would buy it personally. Yeah. And and get my military discount and, and they would it was so cheap. Yeah. You know, but when it came down to it, it just the quality wasn't there. No. So, you know, we tried it. Did you buy the direct did you buy the direct fire boxes from Lowe's? No, we never did. Yeah, that was all secondhand. At that, when we just started and we actually used their material, yeah, it was all secondhand. Okay. And at that point, we weren't really using much material, right. so it was all secondhand. You know, when we bought our uh, MA10 and stuff like that back then, it was all secondhand because we couldn't afford the new stuff. Sure. So we got, like I said, the transformation of the super shot was just unreal. Yeah, you know, and, and commercial. Yeah. Yep. So, so commercial work is just, it's a breeze. I mean, we have it down to a science now. So we have upgraded so much and, and we'll talk maintenance. So we have upgraded so much. Now we have two of the Sealray 700s um, that we use regularly. And then we switched to Craftco Super Shot, which again, we use regularly. And that wasn't enough. So again, I came up with this great idea actually last year. I'll be the judge of that. But go ahead. I said, I think we should buy another Crafto Super Shot. Yeah. 
So we did that. So last year we went out and we bought another one. That's a so cool. right. now that was, that was we're running. That was a good idea. The capabilities is it's unreal. So whether you're talking residential or commercial, because now, now I can go out with two Craftco super shots and, and it's, it's not uncommon. We get a workload where we have so much seal coating residential wise that's backed up. Now I can go out and I can say, listen, we can go out with two craft ghost super shots and two crews and we can go and knock out in one nice day, 20, 30 driveways. Yeah. Easy. yeah. I can just go knock them out. So we can go out with two of them. This is my thought process and, and knock out 20 to 30 driveways one day, two crews of guys. And that's easy yeah. uh, because everything, and you and I talked before, everything we do is we try and stay local. So yeah. my County keeps us busy. Yeah. So we have enough work right here in our County. We go outside, you know, we get calls. We, we definitely get calls outside of our area, but predominantly we're in our county. It, so, it efficient, logistically and efficiency-wise, it just makes sense because you, yeah. you, if you go too far out, you're competing with somebody that's there locally that can offer it at an equal or better price. So you might as well, well stay hyper-located for the most part, unless somebody actually prefers you and says, we want Vaughn, we want Wisco, yeah. you know. That we but it's, it, I, I see it as, as, as quantity. You know, so time is money and that's the old saying and it's a hundred percent for, you know, that's what it is. Time is money. So mm -hmm. if I stay in my County, I have no problem because everything in my County is within half an hour. Yeah. It's, it's, I have no problem knocking out, like I said, 10 driveways in a day. That's easy. Yeah. And, and by us, they're bigger, you know, yeah. a lot of them. And the other thing too, about those super shots is dude, you cut your commercial times down in half. Oh, it's unbelievable. You so know, guys, they have one, like we have one craft coat and we yeah. have one seal coat truck. If we had two seal coat trucks and two craft coats, we've cut that in half. And some, of those, some of those projects dude, that we get onto, like, yeah, I say, yeah, we'll get there on Friday and you'll be ready Monday morning. And then in the back of my mind, I'm like, are, are you really, are, you, praying, really, are yeah. you really going to, but with, with that, you know, we're cutting it in half. And that's mine. We, we are me. We try and like perfect everything we do. Mm -hmm. So we think ahead of time and we really put together a plan. Yeah. So the bit, it was huge for us to upgrade to the two 700 gallon seal rides mm -hmm. uh, because for us production wise is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. So we can go out, same thing, vice versa. We can go out and if we put out two tanks, mm -hmm. we just, we, we absolutely kill residential. Yeah. Um, so, you know, same thing now switch to commercial talking to commercial you it would amaze a lot of people in our industry because I know a lot of people can say, Oh, I do this. I do this. And you know, they talk out their ass. Yeah. Some of the commercial projects we've handled with our little company and what we have, it just, I look back and it amazes me. Cool. You know, so we, we pump out commercial work with what we have and our knowledge. We pump it out like it's nothing you know, where we can compete for a small company, which we are, yeah. we're, we're small mom and pop company. Um, we always compete with these bigger companies, you know, and that's like something to be extremely proud of, but so, yeah. you know, with, with the knowledge and, and again, the, the equipment, you know, we have upgraded enough that we have everything to do just there's, there's no job I'm intimidated, intimidated about. Yeah. That's good. What about on the, uh, paving aspect of it like where are you guys sitting at jason so paving 
it's hard because we're small. Mm-hmm. Paving has absolutely blown up. Yeah. We got to the point in the last two years where there is actually so much paving that we're getting in that we're getting contracted to do. So we went from that old C7 setup that, that we talked about before. So now one thing we've, we've kind of agreed on and we're slowly starting to debate uh, truck wise, like dump truck wise, we haven't made the move like some of these guys that have five oh, Mac okay. Daddy triaxles. We try and keep that to the minimal and we subcontract our trucking. Yeah. But the equipment wise, so we have upgraded. I mean, we have, you know, the big Bomag rollers now. Um, we have two of those. We have the Buthing finish roller. Yep. Um, we just bought a brand new, you know, paper trailer. And then the biggest thing that we did was, I think it was three years ago, we decided we had some money put away. We decided, again, I'm always looking and I'm always thinking, I find a Lead Boy 7000. Mm-hmm. And you and said we're going to buy two. You said we're going to buy two, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. All right, go ahead. No, I can't oh. do that. We can't do that yet. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. Not yet. So I find in Massachusetts, a Leeboy 7000 privately, you know, company had it, wasn't a sales company. Mm -hmm. And I decided, you know what, this thing was really priced right and it had no hours. So let's, I'm going to go and check it out. So we did, we went up, we checked it out and we made a deal and we bought it outright. And we had a trailer at home and we just, it was another one of those moments where we looked and we're like, whoa look at what we just bought yeah 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 yeah, yeah. you know again go back to where coming up we had to borrow money for our first half a tank of sealer yeah yeah. and now we're staring at a tractor trailer pulling into our yard with you know a lee boy paver you know let me ask this and bells let me ask you something that gets off track of equipment and growth and everything yeah um so when you a lot of places that guys hick up and I'm guilty. I think I'm guilty of this maybe, but um, once you start making money, was it hard for you guys at all to lock money away for the business instead of being like, dude, I want two trans ams. I want this. I want that. Or, or you know what? That, or, that that's, or how did that go? So that's always been harder if you were by yourself versus with your two brothers or, 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 or just tell me the dynamic of it. Is so it? that, so they're going to be listening. Yeah, I hope so. And I, I think it'd be. I, I'm a money guy, so I, I think ultimately, you, if you, had you like it or you're smart with it. I'm very smart with it. Okay, good. I'm very smart with it. I always, when it comes to money, no matter what it is, I'm always, I always have a plan. All right. Well, I'm going to have so, you hold mine next time we hang out. You're going to be holding all mine. So yeah, there you go. No, I, I, I'm very. That's one thing. Money management, I'm very good with money. Good. So that aspect of it, Mm -hmm. and we can go off on a tangent, like on that topic too of partnership. We'll do do that sometime. Not always easy, but so money management, I'm very good with money. So all these things we talked about, I always had a plan ahead of time. So as far as buying something or selling something, no matter what, um, you know, I always have a plan. So hey, we could buy this and make some money with it and then turn around in a year and we could sell it and get our money right back and 
you know, everything we made profit-wise, yeah, we used it. So, profit-wise. Yeah, we've done that with so much stuff, you know? Yeah, so that's, that's of, I think that's a good bit of advice, bro, is that, you know, guys, yeah. think, and including myself, I think, oh, I'm going to spend, you know, we're going to buy a seal right here fairly soon, and I think, oh, yeah. be out this X amount of dollars. But honestly, I could probably use it this year, sell it, and make money on it. So you're not really out no. that money permanently. You're just invested it. You know so I mean. in the midst of, yeah, in the midst of all this, one of my favorite hobbies, this is like a little off topic, but it, it's definitely related. I can't wait, dude. I didn't even know you had a hobby. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah right. So um, <laughs> I love buying and selling. Like wheeling and dealing is my flipping. thing. Yeah, yeah, flipping. So in the midst of all this, I have bought in so much asphalt equipment. If you haven't seen me on all the pages, like I've had – guys hit me up like where did you get that from like where i never even knew you had that like where did it come from i i just find it so i have sold in probably the last three four years more seal coat tanks than you could imagine cool so yeah i i buy them and some of them we used mm -hmm. so some of them we would have jobs and we would utilize them and then i would turn around i would sell it and you know i would get a great deal and i turn around and sell it for top dollar and you know, everybody's happy. So, well, man, you know, from, from what I know of us hanging out, I've never asked you the full length, you know, about your business, how you guys yeah. started. All I've ever known is when you and I talk and hang out in it's shitty that those chances are few and far between yeah. you know, over the years besides MPE is that um, you're always real. Every time, dude. And it's just, this is what you get. I know that this is who you are. I don't have to worry yeah. about it. So when we hang out, there's no worrying about this or that. And, and uh, you can tell that that kind of parlays well into your, your guys' business design with you taking care of the money, thinking about this, thinking yeah. about that. And even when, you know, when, when you and I are together walking booths at MPE, I rarely get time for it. So when I get to do it, like I want exactly. to do it, I want to do it with, some people that I know. So you and I were able to kind of wander off and stuff. And there was questions that you asked about equipment that I wouldn't even have thought about when we were together. So I know your time and your thought process goes into it a lot. Winding down with the podcast, man. Um, there's a lot of people listen to this podcast that are starting out. There's a lot of people that listen to it that have been in for a long time and are big dogs and I, I look up to and they yeah. want to know what we're thinking and what we talk about but I, I kind of want to direct it towards the guys that are listening because I get messages all week dude from people that are asking all kinds of questions what do you got last words of advice for your experiences I mean that last one was a good piece talking about the equipment and stuff here and so there. what do you think so I I can say and I see guys pop up on the pages all the time and Instagram all the time. You know, I get random people that follow us and I see them posting like they're lost. And, you know, basically I'm always out there to offer a little bit of advice, you know, start this way, don't be silly here. And the biggest thing I tell these guys, and I truly mean it, is a little bit of pride goes a long way. Yeah. So I don't care if you are that guy that has buckets, or I've seen guys at the seal plant with totes. Yeah, or not even like the big totes, but like the ones you put your clothes and put them in the attic. Really? Get out of town. I have seen guys at the seal plant with Rubbermaid totes Damn. filling with sealer. And you know what? At the end of the day, my biggest advice, and, and it's not just the customers see it, we see it, 
if you have pride and you go out with that tote or the buckets of sealer and you put it down and you edge out beautiful and you put a nice straight line by the road and you put out a product that's going to last that customer and you crack seal the right way if you do things the right way and have a little bit of pride you are going to you're going to succeed because without a doubt the guys that don't have pride and they you know spray make a mess and don't put a clean edge by the end of the road listen you don't need a million dollar machine to do that right i could go out if i had to i could go out with a 200 gallon tote with a trash yeah. pump Yep. And I could spray a driveway just as nice as I can with my brand new Sealrite 700. Mm -hmm. I could do it because I have the pride in it. Right. So the same thing goes, you know, anybody in business, you just be smart with how you operate things to start. When you start out, you're not going to be that big dog. Yeah. You're not going to be that big company. You're not. You're exactly. Yeah. So you're not going to be the guy that drives by with five flashy trucks all lettered up, you're not going to be him. Yeah, but if you have pride in your work and you put your yard sign out there, I promise you from experience, because I had the old rotted out pickup and the beat up tank. We had pride and you know what? We put our sign out and our caution tape, you know, across nice and neat with a straight edge. And we did a good quality job. And guess what? Now we get to, we get to a point where last you know every season mm -hmm. we get more calls than we can keep up with estimates. Yeah. So a little bit of pride goes a long way. Perfect, dude. Perfect last words, man. For especially for this so, podcast, because it yeah, you know, and I, where you guys came from to there, you know, it's good words. Yeah, and I appreciate it. You know, I haven't having you invite me. You know, you invited <laughs> me a while ago, actually, and to finally get the time where both of us is free is you know. Uh, I respect you from way back when on different pages, just following, not even talking. Um, you know, the biggest thing with you, not to make your head too big, but you've always been, you've always been one. And I, one of the reasons I respected you from the beginning, you stayed out of the BS. That's so right. when guys are chattering back and forth, you were always the guy either to be neutral or just totally stay out of it. Yeah. And, and I always respected that because you were, you were real. You know, yeah. and I always respected the positivity, you know, in, in everything in life, positivity is important, but like in our industry, you being so positive, that trickles down because yeah. you know what, there's no reason not to be. No, I, I just want, you know, I want everybody who wants to do this to be very focused and, under yeah. and understand that unless we all take a different tact the view of our industry is going to stay the same forever so yeah. if we can all connect in a certain way whether it's me it you know stupidly turning the camera around and making some stupid youtube videos five yeah. years ago and all of a sudden it starts gaining ground or starting a group and trying to connect all these people so that we are all in there i knew there was going to be a handful of us that took pride and did it a certain way and i knew yeah. that the majority was going to hate us for doing it but now you start to see that tide has changed some and not only that like we look up i look up to other contractors that are in here you know and i want to do yeah. things like they do because it looks professional they act professional they are professional exactly. and yep. you know that's the main thing i don't degrade guys that don't act that way because maybe they do want to but they just don't know how to so here yeah. we are i can invite people on to say hey dude this is what i know this is what you know 
And, um, and that's and that's a big thing is you know what two different things you have guys on different levels yeah so you have the guy that's just starting out who yeah. who either maybe he never seal coded before or he never paved before yeah and he just doesn't know or yeah. maybe the guy who's done it before and just can't afford the right stuff one thing I love is picking brains man like I love it I, I sit do. there all the time and and it's like you know I'm smart with the equipment and just smart with what we do you know. You, I've been around long enough. We know. I mean, yeah. I can I can tear most of this equipment apart with my eyes closed. You know, the seal tanks we know them like the back of our hands. Yeah. So I love networking to where I see it all the time on some of these pages. Hey, I got a seal right tank and it's it's making this noise or it's doing this. What, what could it be? I know what it is. Yeah. You know, I and and I love reaching out and networking, or vice versa. Somebody sees me doing something on Instagram. Yeah. And they reach out to say, Hey, I saw you do that. Why'd you do that? Or, you know, how does that work? You know, and it's, how do, it's how, do awesome. people, how do people find you on Instagram, Jason? Cause, uh, what's your tag? Uh, Vaughn, I think it's, it's At? Vaughn. I think it's, I think it's Vaughn seal coding NJ. I think, well, if you look, if you look up an insane Instagram Vaughn seal coding, yep. it'll pop right up. No, I'm going to look it up right now. Because I don't know what I don't know what offhand, but I, I know that on Facebook, what's your guys' Facebook page for? So Vaughn Seal Coding Paving is our, our business page. And then um, besides Instagram, is there any place else that you guys are I, predominant? I'm the least. I, I like your TikTok videos, dude. When you're shaking. Oh, never mind. That's not you, bro. That's somebody else. Never. Mind. That's not me. Yeah, we don't I, do that. Never, we don't do yep. that. Yeah. We I am on there, but it's it's just to watch some of these other guys. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah, dude. So we, we mainly, we are for networking and also, you know, people find us. I, I've gotten, uh, inst I tell you, Instagram is incredible. Yeah, dude, I've Instagram, got work off Instagram and you get. I've gotten work off of Instagram where I've had landscapers or excavators that follow me and I don't even think about it. So I'm always blasting like daily when we're out paving or we're yep. seal coating. And it's funny because I haven't reached out like looking yep. looking for work saying hey yeah. i see you guys i see you guys do a real nice job i, I need it i'm ripping a yard up peekaboo i see him there's eli in the background bro What's up, buddy so we what we end up doing is come up here so people can see your bowl cut he's he's doing home haircuts and he's got uh from uh what's that dumb and hey, dumb good yeah larry christmas we got right here in our in, the, in, the, in our hands dude look see look we, at this look it's at a that. quarantine cut yeah, it's not so bad. Not bad. Yeah, so I mean, you know, what we're talking about about um, Instagram is I've had real estate agents, dude, be like, absolutely. You know, hey, we've seen your work. We want you to come help this yeah. out. And uh, so, so in, Instagram and Facebook, we we kind of stick to them. Uh, I was never ever into like Twitter or anything like that. Not knocking anybody that is, it but it's just it kind of business-wise. To me, it doesn't doesn't help. appeal to me. So yeah, I was never into that. And like you mentioned, TikTok. Yeah. You know, I check it out to uh, see some of the ridiculous videos on a personal level, but uh, I don't think I'd ever post business stuff on there. Yeah, we do. We have the banter, so we do the banter on there and stuff for fun. I follow. Yeah, I know you do. I know you do. So on so, on on Instagram, it's Vaughn underscore Seal Coat underscore NJ. So I know, I know, and dude, you're super active on there. Great pictures, great posts. I'm looking forward to seeing some stuff this summer and um, stay in touch, man. Cause it's yeah, one, I, 
once these gates open, I have a feeling everybody is going to be super busy. So, you know, everyone's going to be busy. The gang. It's going to be a good year. I got you. I got you. Thank you very much for being Marvin, on. Thanks podcast. again. Tell your brothers thanks. Uh, we got to thank all of our sponsors for allowing us to have a podcast in our industry and uh, making a way for us to do some fun stuff. Uh, from me, from Jason, and from Eli in the background for his very first podcast appearance, we want you to seal it, pave it, stripe it, and kill it. Peace. And I'm glad to announce that we have a coffee sponsor for the podcast. Brouhaha Roasters is a small batch artisan coffee roaster dedicated to providing the freshest roast. This company was started by three guys who love coffee, they're friends, and they always want to find the perfect blend, and that's what brought them together. Matt Snow, Pat Mahoney, and Aaron Halverson live in River Valley area, where we live, and in addition to being brouhaha craft roasters, they're educators, coaches, technology consultants, band directors, creating a diverse blend of life and roasting. I know these guys personally. I drink the coffee personally. They're right next door, the next town over in Spring Green, Wisconsin. And I personally like Buxom Blend the best, but they have many, many more flavors. Good Sumatran, Whirling Dervish. If you go online to the website, BrewhahaRoasters.com, you can get free shipping on all orders over 30 bucks. You can also sign up for a coffee subscription. I'd be sure to try to check these guys out if I were you on Instagram, at Roasters and on Facebook, at Roasters. I do want to mention their website one more time because they have a 10% off code for all Brewhaha coffee, and the code is BLACKTOPBANTER. And you can find that again at BrewhahaRoasters.com. That's B-R-E-W-H-A-H-A-R-O-A-S-T-E-R-S.com. Guys, if you want to bump your sales or operations of your company, I recommend you check out Top Contractor School. They offer different levels of live coaching in sales mentorship and operations mentorship. They also have virtual training with monthly elite memberships or annual elite memberships. They include a private Facebook group, downloads for reference material, and two 30 to 45 minutes conference calls per month, and much more. I've been part of the conference calls. The nice thing about those, not only do you get the coaching and the insight from top contractor school, but you also get to network with other contractors, develop relationships with them, which also leads to more insight and more success. Check out the Facebook page for Top Contractor School. Check out the Instagram page at Top Contractor School and check out topcontractorschool.com. Right now they have a code if you're a veteran for 50% off all training products. The code is VETS50, B-E-T-S 50. Check them out. So I'm sure you guys have seen the 1-800 blacktop number plastered on the side of my pickup truck lately. That number comes from the 800 pavement network. That network is made up of over 200 leading pavement contractors throughout the U.S. and Canada who combined generate over a billion dollars in sales. You could join now if you'd like. You can get your own exclusive number, the rights to it, and it can help you grow your business. What you get from the 800 Payment Network is the most powerful, memorable, and effective marketing number tool in the industry. 
All the calls that go to that number go directly to you. You get the rights to the brand, and you can display your number however you'd like. You become eligible for the national account work through U.S. Payment Services. The 800 Payment Network has awarded over $125 million in national work to its members and is constantly giving out more and more projects to the members. You get exclusive access to all the network events, and you get the opportunity to learn and grow from companies like yours. Check them out on Instagram at 800 Payment Network and online at 1800pavement.com.